I got love for you, man. You know what I'm saying? What are we talking about? You know, I'm not here to start any trouble. I'm only going to say nice things about you from now on. I think you're handsome, and I think you're a wonderful host. I'm fat and I'm overweight. Just don't say anything silly. I was waiting for you to say that. I'm not laughing about it. You think this is funny? I take this serious. You know, I don't want y'all to take anything that, out of context that I'm saying. He's very funny. He likes to joke around a lot. As a personality and as an entertainer, yes. This is going to be really quick. I'm not taking any questions. Go ahead and get comfortable. I'm going to talk for a little bit. You're listening to Cabby Presents, the podcast. Whether you found us on iTunes or the TSN page or Facebook or Twitter, happy that you clicked and downloaded. If you're listening to this on the radio, that's awesome. Appreciate it. So we're recording this in Toronto, which is the headquarters for TSN, which will from this point forward be known as the leader. And on this inaugural podcast, even though we're in the East, we're going to show some love to the West Coast. One of the most dynamic scorers in the NHL, Bobby Ryan of the Anaheim Ducks, will be joining us shortly. And his captain, gold medalist, a captain's captain, Ryan Getzlav, also of Anaheim Ducks, will join us on the podcast. So we'll be having these conversations once a week. And among the voices you'll hear is one of my closest friends, Neil Scott. Introduce yourself to the people. Good day, my friend. How are you? I'm excellent. Uh, Neil will from time to time, and maybe we can establish like a, a drinking game. Whenever you go into an impression of your pops, whenever you bust out the Scottish, that could be, you know, that could be. Um, well, you know, my, you know, my dad has no problem with the drinking games. <laughs> so that'll be, that's two right there. Yes. <laughs> well, dad, uh, it was only one, uh, but it counts as two. <laughs> so tell, uh, tell people uh, at home or whoever they're listening a little about yourself. Uh, my name is Neil Scott. I am a collabor- relu- <laughs> reluctant Twitterer. The Neil Scott, uh, reluctant writer for the Cabrell Richards show. <laughs> okay. The good ones. The good yeah, ones. Yeah, <laughs> well, yeah. They're not all funny, though. No, so. they are when we start, though. <laughs> Editing. And uh, <laughs> why we're doing this podcast? Well, I don't know. We got 45 minutes. Better than going to the gym. Well, that's, well, for me, anyway. That's I need to uh, trim down this waistline a little bit. But, anyway, we, um, we're going to try to... Uh, the way this works is we'll, we'll talk a little sports, mm-hmm. um, a lot of pop culture, and uh, we'll try to entertain you. Um, we uh, won't. We way. won't. We won't let facts get in the way. Yeah. Either. No. Yeah. So we get, this is a this is a one hundred percent fact free podcast. Yes. So let's begin. So Kobe Bryant. Uh, we're going to start with the NBA. Scott, we're going to start with Kobe Bryant. So the the Your uh, boy. Yeah, that's my dude. The uh, NBA All Star Games took place in Orlando, and uh, and Kobe Bryant left Orlando, Florida. With uh, by breaking a record, an all-star scoring record, and having his nose broken. Uh, it, I don't. If you guys aren't unaware of this, in like the third quarter uh, of the game, the West leading by about twelve points, and Dwayne Wade like hacked Kobe Bryant's face like on the baseline, and he, as he drove to the basket, and he broke his nose. And um, uh, the Lakers, you know, it's, uh, Kobe goes to the bench, he gets some treatment, uh, and then he goes back, hits both of his free throws, and then three hours later. Uh, the Lakers are telling uh, Yahoo Sports reporter Adrian Wojnarowski that he suffered a mild conclusion. This is the NBA. No deal. concussion. You okay, just, sorry. You I, just I, suffered a concussion. Sorry, yeah, I okay. did. I think I just had a stroke too. Uh, <laughs> Tight. A, a concussion. It's all right. Uh, uh, was it a flagrant? Was it like? Was it guaranteed a flagrant? Like, well, if it were playing in the league, like right yeah, now, yeah, it was that, a flagrant? That, I, I believe so because he hacked like he hacked his. Like right down to the top of his face. Are they tight? Like, because you know some of them are tight. Like these guys, they're friends. The, what the, like, oh, are they boys? Like, I think if 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 it wasn't Dwayne Wade, 
I think Kobe would have maybe flared up. He would have like lost it a bit. Yeah, like yeah. if it was like Al Horford or Chris Bosh. Yeah, or like <laughs> Danny Granger or someone like that. I mean, I don't think Granger was like Roy Hibbert. Yeah, I don't think Granger was in the game. I think Kobe would have would have lost it a little bit, it. but it was Dwayne Wade. So he just and and in true Kobe fashion, he just like, you know, my guy just just like a warrior, just didn't say anything, <laughs> didn't let him, didn't let it phase him, and I was impressed. You could see the love right now. If this was, if they had audio, I mean, if they had video for this podcast, the love you're showing for him. It was an oh, all star game for me. Yeah, it's an all star game. Scoring record. Yeah. I mean, it just means you're selfish and greedy, and you're not even supposed <laughs> to be that guy. And, and I mean, in all honesty, I mean, if it wasn't Wade, whatever. When you fight Wade, you got to fight three of them now, right? That they're they're that's a package team. Yeah, it is. LeBron. Yeah, they're, they're big three. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But I mean, are you talking about Kobe's so a, a little bit of a loner? He looks like a loner. I mean, besides you, dude. Listen, group of Neil. Friends. Let me just say this: gangsters sometimes run by themselves. Remember, you, you ever seen the movie Ronin? Robert I De Niro. I didn't He's know, a Ronin. <laughs> I didn't know gangsters went to private schools and got taught <laughs> in Italy. <laughs> what kind of gangsters? Where hey. are you from? You're from Cambridge. Hey. I'm from Scarborough. Now that's a where, real did, where did the Godfather take place? Where did they send uh, Robert De Niro's character in Godfather Two? I don't know. Where did he? Yeah, in Italy. That's where gangsters are from. <laughs> okay. But they were Italian. <laughs> well, hey, I never met problem. a gangster called Bean. <laughs> You know what's ha- you know what's happening right now. I'm not getting a bite on the helicopter. That's it. I'm done. This is it. I've ruined it. You are done. I'm done. Let's the le- go to the, what? the leader is going to shut this down. Uh, the, uh, <laughs> Seven we'll, minutes in. We'll, we'll, we'll see how it goes. I think we have our first guest. If it's going to be uh, an interview, I'm going to conduct it. So I'll answer my own questions, ask myself the questions, then give y'all the answers. For those who don't know how I met. Our first guest on the Cabbie Presents podcast. It was a 2007 Stanley Cup Finals. And as a member of the Anaheim Ducks, my dude with a full head of hair back then uh, was part of a, a squad that smashed the Ottawa Senators. And I remember the first time I spoke to Ryan Getzlap, it was in the hallway. And I had, I was there in like a t shirt and I was working for another station. And like, and you're like, what's up, bud? I'm like, what's up, RG? Oh, I don't think I called you RG back then, but we just had a conversation about something silly. And like, I remember your tone changed because you guys were getting thrown the same questions for like a million years. And then me, the idiot comes by and I was asking you about what you dream about at night or something, something silly like that. But I'm happy that from 07 to now, we've been able to form a friendship and I'm glad that you're joining us. Ryan Getzlav, how you doing, man? I'm good, buddy. Well, I was good until the hair joke, but um, <laughs> never mess with the guy all good. feathers. How's uh, how how's that going? Are you you're, you you got to be approaching Michael the Michael Jordan decision to just shave it? No. Yeah, well, I got it right down there right now. It's uh, I'm not quite at that point where I got the full blade, but uh, we got it shaved right down. <laughs> I've kind of given up hope. So wait, the full blade is it like right down the middle? Just that one like little group of uh, hair? Well, we just have a little bit. I just use the brush cut. <laughs> is that a number one or a number two? A number two. Number two. That's still <laughs> tight. There you go. Jordan's a scalpel now. That's well, a yeah. big. MJ, MJ made that decision, I want to say, in like 85 or 86, like early. It was He was like 23 or 20. How old are you, RG? 26? 27. 27. Oh, wow. How's Ryder? Is he awesome well, or what? Ryder's awesome. He just had his one-year-old birthday. He's uh, getting big and getting ready to walk. Oh, congratulations, man! Are you are you that dad that has like 
Like, do you have like literally hundreds of pictures on your phone of of Ryder, or is it or is it mom that's like the crazy photographer in the family? Well, mom's the crazy photographer, that's for sure. But she uh, she sends them all to my phone, so I have them all. And not, I'm able to show everybody because I travel so much, so it's nice. My wife does a great job taking lots of pictures, and makes me feel like I'm I'm home more. When you were when you weren't like a dad, and you have other teammates that were showing you pictures of their kids, were you, were you like, oh man, come on, dude? Like, I just I just want to see bikini shots. Like, show me what's up with SI. Were you were you well, like we that? Need a, you need a good mixture of both, though. You know what? I've always loved kids, so it was it was fun to get to know uh, the teammates' families, but. You know how the bikini shots were back then. Uh, uh, they were awesome. No, <laughs> they were awesome. <laughs> yes, awesome. awesome. So, dude, so you um, okay? So, like NHL trade deadline was uh just recently. Where did where did you watch or di- or did you watch or pay or how did you pay attention to everything? Uh, we kind of had to go about our our routine to get ready for our game that night, so it was easy distraction for us. How uh, who were the dudes that were the most nervous? Like you could just whether they were always checking their phones or always like looking at the TV in the in the dressing room. Who was like the most nervous? Well, Lubos Vishnovsky, he said he he wasn't going to answer his phone all afternoon, so our <laughs> uh, our PR guy stuff wasn't allowed to call him. So. so if he didn't hear about the trade, it didn't count. Like if he didn't exactly. answer his phone, he's fine. <laughs> now I know you can't see it, but you know he's such a good player. But is there a little bit of you? Oh, I wish Bobby Ryan was gone. Oh, he just drives me nuts. <laughs> eh? He just like, come on. That I mean, he's chance. such a I'm good player. No, Corey Perry said, yeah, I wish he was. I wish they got rid of Ryan, but he's so good. But he you, is so good. You, you're stuck with him. That's it. Yeah, so he no, probably went back not a to paying. Guy to be stuck with. No, he probably went back to paying his mortgage and stuff, eh? Because he, he <laughs> yeah. there was a rumor he's on the shop, eh? He had like eight real estate guys circling his house. That's <laughs> 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 the OC, man. That's a lot of property. <laughs> Seriously. So, RG, did you um, did you watch? I mean, you're you're an L, you've been an LA dude your entire career, or at least in Orange County. Did you uh, did you take in the Oscars? I didn't get to take them in. No. You, so did you like? Did you uh did um your lady watch them? Yeah, she watched them a little bit, I think. She probably saw some of it, but she has to chase around her one year old now, so Oh, that's that's true. So you I yeah. so do, are you like a are you a movie guy? Uh somewhat. We try to watch lots as much as we can, but now we're kinda into the kids' shows these days. So what so which which is what? Like um what is that? Door of the Explorer? Cars is a big one. Cars? Cars yeah. Toy yeah. Story 3, is that too big for him yet? Is that too is that too complicated for him? Uh, Toy Story's a little bit ahead of him right now. That's a beaut. Keep Cars all three of those. Cars lots of noise, and, and he can watch all the engines and all that stuff. So is it not true? Isn't it every year we're hearing Corey Perry has this elaborate Oscars party? <laughs> makes Corey you guys, Perry does, yeah. yeah. It makes you all dress up, and it's all, oh, you're like, yeah, enough, themes. Perry, enough, man. He's like, no, yeah, it's like 60s. <laughs> 60s Oscars night, and he's got a red carpet at the door, and you're like, geez, I just want a couple pints. <laughs> Seriously. Is he is in he... classy champagne and stuff, too. <laughs> right out of the box? Yeah. What, what's, that, what's that champagne we used to drink in high, uh, uh, Baby Duck. <laughs> you ever baby had... Duck, yeah. Oh, I've had a few Baby Ducks in my day. <laughs> that's like moonshine. Eh? Yeah, well, that's... Brain yeah. cells. <laughs> Dude, well, when we're in high school, that's like, you can afford, like, like absolute... Or yeah. the the Russian, what Prince Russian, yeah, like the most terrible. like like whatever's the closest to the door because you know like you're probably gonna get busted for your ID or yeah. whatever. Uh, maybe maybe in Regina it's a little bit different, but in Ontario we're always like really afraid of. And plus we we can only drink at nineteen, I think. Yeah, nineteen for us. What was it for you guys? Eighteen. Ours is nineteen too, and Saskatchewan. Oh, it is. Oh, really? Alberta when Alberta was eighteen though. Savage junior. <laughs> I think I think in Quebec it's twelve. Yeah. 
Yeah, seriously. Seven Eleven. Yeah, go ahead. There you go. So, okay, so like a couple of weeks ago, I was in um, I was in Phoenix and I was interviewing Steve Nash, and uh, he was shooting a, a spot for Vitamin Water, and I was just telling him how I was just in L.A. and stuff, and um, and I said uh, I mentioned that I went to eat at In and Out Burger maybe twice or seven times in my five days in Los Angeles, and then he's like, "Are you an In and Out Burger guy?" I'm like, "Dude, have you not had In and Out Burger before?" He's like, no. I'm like, are you serious? Like, I almost wanted to punch him in the face. I'm like, you've been – there's an In-N-Out burger in Arizona or, like, several. I know it's in, like – it's in California, Nevada. There's one in Utah. Oddly enough, I went to one in Salt Lake City a couple No of, ketchup. I, yeah. yeah. <laughs> they run it so tight, eh? Yeah, no yeah. mustard. No mustard. <laughs> you only get, you only get like, light sauce. Yeah. And then yeah, there, then the there, light stuff. Yeah, then there's a couple in, in Arizona – so then he said that a lot of guys on his team have arguments on the plane and in the locker room about in and out Burger and five guys. So Ooh, can, five you, guys. can you give us the defin- – what is, what is your call between in and out Burger and five guys as the definitive hamburger in the world? Wow. I mean, five guys, is a, they put up a pretty big case because they have a lot of options on their menu. So you can get a lot of different things on your burger and bacon and all that kind of stuff. So um, I, I, would, I would still give it to In-N-Out, though. I, I prefer the In-N-Out burger for sure. Nice. But do you, go, do you go like animal style on the fries and like do you ever go like four by four? No, I don't go that crazy. Because you're you – about? Hey, what about TK Burger, bud? No, T- TK Burger is legit, but I haven't. You're not met- giving TK any love right now. No, no, no. I remember when you took me there, and uh, it's in Newport, right? Yeah. I don't. I haven't met anybody else who's who's had TK Burger other than. Um, oh, it's just locals, bud. It's just a local place. Rich problem. <laughs> yeah. Well, listen, listen, me and Cav aren't going to get that. Yeah. Like, if you bite us out for listen, burger, yeah. we'll fly there. That's, it's, a, it's a local burger spot for millionaires, which uh, Neil, and I, Neil and I are not, RG. The TSL, they, they were going to fly us out for this interview, but uh, we blew our budget yesterday on the old uh, the draft, I mean the trade show. The trade deadline was like insane. Oh, you, mean, you mean on In-N-Out Burger? Oh, yeah, uh, well, 14 that, hours. That was show. the whole budget, hey? Oh, try- you went the animal style and blew it. Yeah, oh, tr- trust me, those... those uh, that shows up on the credit card receipts all, all the time, <laughs> like for like more than more than it should. Every, and like there, the the burgers are like a dollar twenty five or or like two sixty. It's like super cheap. But I somehow managed to rack up a bill of like thirty one bucks. They're actually sure. in his next contract thinking about taking food off his per diem. <laughs> For <laughs> we'll pay for gas. We'll pay for airfare, hotel, no food. <laughs> no food. No. Who else? Who, el- who else have you introduced uh, TK Burger to? All my teammates. Really? Everybody's been down here. Yeah. So okay. we all li- we lived in Newport for the first four years I was here, and it was just down the street. So I show all my friends from back home when they come down, and it's just a it's a wonderful little spot, you know. When we were in, uh, when I was in LA a couple weeks ago, I um, was interviewing the Kings, and uh, my man D came up with this idea called hashtag Hockey Player Problems. So uh, I did this bit with like four of the guys, and it was it was pretty funny. And I, and I want to extend the question, the line of questions, to you. So like right off the top, is there is there anything that is specific to hockey players? Like a like a like a like an issue that you guys experience, whether it's in your actual gameplay or off the ice, certain types of injuries or, or whatever that only happened to you guys. Can you think of anything off the top of your head? 
cold feet on in the practice rink. Yeah, cold feet. That's a good one. Oh. As a kid, especially, you must have had that. But you still get that now? In those oh, yeah. Arenas in the practice play? rink. Yeah, in the practice. The game ranks are always nice and warm, but the practice ranks are always freezing. Okay, so I have um, I have a, I have a few others. You let me know whether or not this is yes a hockey player problem or not so much. So the first right. one is uh, my line mate. My line mate has more Twitter followers than I do. Oh, that's a problem. The, wait, are you are you even on Twitter? <laughs> no. Why not? Oh, you're so smart. So all my line mates have way more Twitter followers than me. <laughs> why aren't Why aren't you on Twitter? Wait, wait, wait. Because I have the... enough of my life out in the public eye. I don't need to put more out there. Okay. Yeah. That's but who, who on your team has the most Twitter followers? Do you even know? Would it be Bobby Ryan? <laughs> oh, I don't know. Probably Bobby, I think. Yeah. Bobby's one of the only guys that – we don't have that many Twitterers on our team. Him and Bolesky. It's because you, you guys don't like to talk. That's no. what it is. is the, it... And the dudes who like to talk, they're on Twitter. But you and, and Perry no, don't Perry like no. – it's George Par- George Paris, I think, is on, right? I think? Uh, he might be too, yeah. It's all theories. I'm sure he is for his, for his mustache stuff. Yeah. <laughs> and all theories from his Ivy League school, eh? He's talking like exactly. all intelligent. Yeah, they got their own – we're not allowed on their Twitter. No. <laughs> they got their own team... Twitter account. Yeah. Silani doesn't have one because they didn't have cell no. phones when he started, right? They? Exactly. <laughs> they just have pure landlines. He used to live sticky That's notes. That's all they had. <laughs> yeah. and, and landlines, and he's man- he manages – how many cars do you think Timo Solani has? I think Timo has probably 15 to 20 right now. Wow, he's in that Jay Leno category. Yeah, uh, okay. yeah a little bit. So uh, here's another one. Authority figures yell at me, coaches or GMs? Yes, big problem. Does, hey, hold on. Does Boudreaux give you the? Is he giving you the gears? Because remember, Bruce had, doesn't. Bruce doesn't yell directly at you, but you the, know when he's talking to you. <laughs> so wait, because twenty four seven, he blew it up. Like he just blew up YouTube with that Have you tirade. Got, that probably happened a ton. Yeah, well, we've been winning since yeah. he got here, yeah. so <laughs> we haven't seen we haven't seen all of that. He went through a pretty tough stretch there when he was on twenty four seven. I'm sure oh. he was pulling out of there. Well, <laughs> so wait, so when when he yells at players is he just yelling at the room or like towards the the whiteboard and, and or does he like will he kind of do like a no look like he'll look the other side of the room but the guy who's really talking about is like behind is to his right does he do that oh yeah he'll he'll look around and and, and kind of talk to the group but you kind of know he's talking directly to you at that point <laughs> if he's talking about the giveaway and you gave it away you're like yeah oh, geez, <laughs> you're the me. only one who gave the talk away in that period but that's what you should look at like perry or ryan and be like jeez guys <laughs> well i do i always blame it on perry nice always uh, i got a couple others for you uh my new stick has my name spelt wrong on it oh uh, not a problem not for you yeah never had that problem no nice yeah. you, get, you get respect yeah. uh my goalie doesn't speak english uh, never had that problem either. No. Okay. Okay. Uh, my palms smell after I work. Uh, that's that's a problem. <laughs> <laughs> that's a problem. How, how often do you go through gloves? Oh, I go through a new pair of gloves probably every three weeks. Uh, okay. So what is that? Like six games ish? Uh, more like six, ten. Ten yeah. games. Ten games. Yeah. All right. I got I got a couple more for you, uh, and I'll get you out on this. Um. Uh, the NBA players in my city get the good table at the club or the restaurant. The NBA players in my what? In my city get the good, oh. good get the good table at the club or the restaurant. Not a problem for me. We don't have NBA players in our city. Well, I mean, you're in Los Angeles. Well, in so. LA, in LA, they probably would. Yeah, but you're you're in Newport. Yeah, we're in Newport Beach kind of crowd here. So, do you ever go out in Laguna Beach? And can you say hi to yeah. LC for me? Mm-hmm. 
We do go out in Laguna Beach a lot. Hey, I remember you when I was out when we played hockey on the beach. Your your lady was like she knew uh, Kristen Cavallari. She knows everybody down here. She's she's a little. Uh, she grew up down here in Laguna Beach and in uh, in Cota de Casa, so she knows uh, quite a few people down here, and has a lot of friends down here. Are, are, I'll get you. Are, are we friends, RG? Oh, we're tight. How tight are we? Scale of one Whatever to ten. Whatever you need, buddy. You know that. Well, how come your wife hasn't introduced me to any of these girls, dude? <laughs> yeah. I know. Like, she what's up? She didn't introduce me either when we met. Well, of I'm course not. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> no, she's so selfish. No, no, no. We need to babysit. That's how we need to get into his life now. We got to say we'll babysit for night. Let or, them or go out, athlete. and then we'll go out the next night. Or walk the dogs. You guys have dogs? We have a dog too, oh, yeah. Done. Perfect. Well, that's that sounds perfect. You look you look really good with our little Pomeranian too. Oh man! And the baby stroller, me and you, we're going down the street. Yeah, we're gonna pick. Yeah, him. Okay. Can <laughs> you can take Ryder, take Ryder out for a yeah, walk. Yeah, I'll say he's beach, my, I'll say he's my dad. my adopted son. <laughs> we'll say we're. What do you mean adopted? You guys look the same. <laughs> we do right. We have we have, uh, we have the same waistline. <laughs> he's a big yeah. baby. I still I still have my baby fat. Listen, uh, Ryan, won't keep you any longer. Thank you so much for uh, for being on the podcast. I know you guys are tearing it up right now, so keep that going because I definitely want to see you um, in the playoffs. And uh, put it in your lady's ear that the next time I'm in the OC, I want to experience the OC. Will do, buddy. And that was Ryan Getzlav of Anaheim Ducks joining us from uh, Orange Cat from Newport Beach. And we're going to stay on the beach because we love the West Coast so much. If it's going to be uh, an interview, I'm going to conduct it. So I'll answer my own questions, ask myself the questions, then give y'all the answers. Bobby, welcome to the Cabbie Presents podcast. How you doing, dude? I'm doing good, man. How you doing? Wonderful. Where where exactly are you right now? Are you at your place? Or are you in your car or what? I'm in my car, uh, but just, just pulling over to park so I can have a conversation without driving and chatting on the phone because it's illegal. <laughs> what, what, what's safety, the ticket? Safety first. Nice. What, what's the? T- is it uh, hundred bucks or, or five hundred bucks out in California? <laughs> you know what? I don't know. I've yet to be pinched on it, so uh, <laughs> I know it's hefty. I think a couple of the guys have got it, so it, it's around three fifty, I think. Oh wow, Ooh, that's brutal. Yeah. So you're you're on your way to where exactly? Uh, I'm gonna go see a movie actually. Uh, after well, I gotta go to the dentist here. I gotta rush in at one o'clock, and then I'm gonna go see a movie. So I got the whole afternoon plan. We don't get many days off, but I'm gonna try and enjoy it. What uh, what movie are you gonna go see? That uh, Act of Valor with the Active Duty Marine. Oh, that movie looks awesome. Yeah, well, yeah that looks. Yeah. I think they shot that I've like been two years. Looking forward to it. Yeah, that looks very cool. Okay, so speaking of movies, did you watch the Oscars? You know what? We we played on Sunday night, so I didn't get to watch it live, and then we played last night as well. So. Um, most of my Oscar material that I that I followed is what I've been able to read and gather on the internet and watch a couple of YouTube clips here and there. So uh, uh, I'm a little sparse on my knowledge. Do you so so Billy? I mean, you probably read this on Twitter, but like Billy Crystal, even though the ratings were up, like people were kind of like Billy Crystal's like jokes are kind of old. He was like he was like rec- like reciting jokes that he did like 30 years ago. Like he, he you know he impersonated like Sammy Davis Jr. There's a whole like like generation of people who have no idea yeah. what he was doing or whatnot. Uh, so my question to you is, of this list of people, who do you think would be the best future host of the Oscars? There's Steve Carell, Justin Timberlake, Conan O'Brien, Tina Fey, Will Farrell, or Jim Carrey? Or 
Or Pedro Richard. No, 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 no. Neil Scott. <laughs> Bobby Ryan. But, <laughs> but no I gets go left. With, uh, I got to go with Justin Timberlake, to be honest with you. I know he's uh, he's a little different, but I, I think he's he did a really good job with the ESPYs a few years ago, and he cracked a lot of jokes at some good people. So I think he'd be entertaining, you know, and at least he wouldn't be. Uh, old is the word. I That's think he true. would be able to, you know, hit a couple of generations of, of demographics. And I think if he did, like, you know, like how him and Jimmy Fallon do, like, they've done, like, the history of rap a couple of times. If he did, like, those type of, like, montages or – oh, yeah. yeah, his his digital videos would be awesome. Yeah. He bring, oh, brought, in, brought in the Lonely the lonely Planet guys. <laughs> like, There's just a lot of stuff I don't think he could do either. The stuff yeah. he does on Saturday Night Live. That's true. He could edit it, though, to something else in the box. That's, <laughs> <laughs> my, <laughs> that's the one, eh? You're like, oh, my, my, sta- my statue in a box or my, uh, my <laughs> trophy in a box? Yeah. So, um, so, okay, so, like, when I, – I watch the, the Oscars, uh, um, and my, my boy has a, has a yearly party, and – um, and I always, I noticed that like women, like the thing for them is like the fashion and yeah. like the women always watch to see what other celebrities are wearing and they judge them. And, and like, and, and what I've gathered in my, my, you know, my short time on planet earth is that when women look at us, they look at our shoes first and then our yeah. watches. And I, I recently, um, met, uh, the managing director of Foot Locker. And I said, Nick, when people find out what you do for a living, how quick do you feel like they're judging your feet? And he's like, it's yeah. it's pretty. It's almost like it's almost automatic. Like oh, I feel, yeah. I feel like it just happens all the time. Do you feel that when people find out that you're a professional athlete, do you feel like they're all like judging you like right away based on what you're wearing, whether you're just wearing a a, a raggedy t-shirt or if you have like a suit on or whatnot? I think people automatically assume that there's no way that I'm lying because they look at me and I'm, I'm dressed like a slob most of the time in board shorts, flip-flops, and a hoodie and a backwards hat. And, uh, <laughs> you know, it's, it's Southern California, so I'm going to try and take advantage of the weather as much as I can, but when they find that out, it's kind of like they look me up and down, and they're like, all right, let's get the wire. <laughs> you, you, dress but, the way, you dress the way you dressed when you were, like, still in high school. Like, it's basically the same wardrobe. Oh, yeah. yeah, I do. I, I'm, I'm Lululemon to the T. Oh, nice. Nice. Yeah, that's, uh, that's about it. I don't get I, once I'm outside the rink. I don't dress up a whole lot, and uh, I, I definitely feel like people think that that you know this kid's a slob. So you wearing uh, wearing flip flops all the time? Do you actually do you wear sneakers, or do you just um, just flip flops? Uh, mostly flip flops. I, I probably have twelve to fifteen pairs of shoes that I, I cycle through here and there, but not a whole lot. Um, you know, I, I have three or four pairs that I wear way more than others. Uh, then like, like flippers? Are we talking flip flops now, or just sneakers, or or even dress no, shoes? Well, I'm into the sneakers now, like you said. So I'm I'm I wear my my Chuck Taylor sh- sneakers, the blacks with yeah. the no laces, quite a bit. Nice. Shout out to All the you visit is like a surfboard. Yeah. <laughs> the, the way you're describing your attire, you're like you are a professional athlete, right? Like, are you, are you cool with the suits on the road, or or is that okay? <laughs> uh, I'd really rather go without them. I don't I don't see why we should have to wear them, but uh, I understand the whole thing about looking like a team and things like that. So. uh who is the best dresser on your team? Is there is some is Perry up there? Because he was saying you're terrible. No, no, Perry's is <laughs> Perry's Perry is a terrible dresser. <laughs> he's always got something lime green going on, and I don't understand where the color comes from. But, is he uh, Irish? Is he it, got to some... just go to the back of the closet and never cycle forward? <laughs> <laughs> he's got his go-to but, color. Some dudes always wear blue shirts. I guess he likes a little lime green in his. 
He's always got, yeah, he does, he does. He, but he pairs it with brown, and I can't, I can't Ooh. see the correlation. Yeah, I don't tough. know, brown and lime green. That's I don't, yeah. know, I don't know if those, I don't know if those work. That must be a London I, thing, London Ontario. Okay. Thing. I, I don't get it. But as far as best dressers go, uh, I got to give it to either Matt Bolesky or Lucas Beezer. They're both always pushing the envelope. Wait, by pushing the envelope, do you mean like like super European? Because like American fashions. And European fashions like differ greatly, but almost by like the size of the ocean that divides them. Yeah, well, I Lucas Pease is always pushing it. Uh, as far as the European flair goes, he's always got the the very skinny tie and the three piece yeah. suit with the blazer going on underneath, ah. and uh, you know, and the button up and everything. But uh, Matt Bolesky's always got something new coming to the rink with you know whether it's a different pair of shoes that you haven't seen before or whatnot. But he's he's always uh, he's always in the mix for best dressed on any given day. Oh, nice, nice, dude. All right, so so um, quickly quickly transition here. So um, Ryan Braun got uh, his yeah. um, he got his uh, his Ben reversed his 50 game ban reversed because of the synthetic testosterone and he got off on a technicality now i don't really want to talk about that specifically okay what is it like for you guys when uh you guys get tested like what what happens and who's in the room or the stall or or what you basically just uh you know you come in any morning it's it's obviously random so you don't know when it's coming and you, you take your photo ID down to a room where there's just two or three, you know, two, maybe three guys in the room and, uh, you know, they separate you and you go one by one into a room and, uh, he goes with you and it, you know, it, it's extremely awkward. They basically <laughs> just watch you, watch you pee in a cup and, uh, you know, peer over your shoulder the whole time. And there's a whole oh, really? Yeah. Like, like the guys on like a step ladder, just like looking over your left shoulder. <laughs> you gotta like tilt into a mirror and everything. Yeah. It's unbelievable, man. There's a mirror behind you, and you just gotta face them. They have to see the urine pass, obviously. Yeah. So, um, you know, they're they're right up in your business, pretty much. But uh, I, I'm I'm one of the guys that really really struggles with it. Uh, I generally <laughs> just take my towels down after practice and yeah. take a shower down there and go in the shower. <laughs> So, so I, so Bobby, I had to do that drug test to, uh, at, in the NCAAs. And the first time I had to do it, I was out on the night before a little bit of a bender, right? And I forgot right. it. So, you know, the first thing you got to do in the morning, right? Right. You got to oh, yeah. go to the bathroom. So I went to the bathroom and then I went while I was going, I'm like, oh my God, I got to take a urine test now. So I uh. book across to the athletic center and it's like you say, three dudes, pants down, like to the floor, not knees, like to the floor, shirt off. Yep. And I couldn't go for about 45 minutes with this cup. <laughs> and it was it's chilly, tough. like chilly in the room, right? You know, you're like awkward. It's so awkward. And you're like, and the worst thing is if it's random for you guys, you could have been on the, out the night before, right? And I'm not, not yep. doing drugs, but even I was worried because I'm like, oh, are they going to know I had, you know, 10 beer, whatever, you know? You, yeah, you, exactly. You you're worried about that because, you know, Boudreaux catches that, eh? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well, it, it's. It's nice that nothing in the NHL gets back, but uh, there was a time there that where Brett Festerling and I, uh, our rookie years, were there for two and a half hours after practice one day. We both what? tried to go early, couldn't do it. And finally, the guy said, listen, if you guys want to go down there and have two or three beers to get <laughs> yeah. this going, as long oh. as I don't see you take them, you can take them. And, and we ended up passing on that, but we, end, we ended up going down and we, we got on the bike to get our blood flowing and everything and just couldn't do it. So finally, we... we about two thirty in the afternoon, we got to go. It was the longest day at the rink I've ever had. It was a yeah. eight to two thirty, three o'clock day. Oh, that's brutal. So, so that is unbelievably uncomfortable. Now, I have like really I have some other other uh, examples of 
some uncomfortable moments that you might experience. You tell me which which is which is on par with having to uh, do a urine test in front of like three dudes in lab coats. Um, okay. A female reporter in the room when you're naked. Um, seeing yourself get hit in the highlights when you're sitting with family and friends. Uh, when your credit card gets declined. I mean, it probably doesn't happen to you very often, but you know, whatever. Or he- hearing your dad got into a fight in the parking lot at one of your junior hockey games. You know what? I'm going to go with uh, the credit card one because, to be honest with you, it happened to me, what was it, five, six days ago because we had been on a 17-day road trip. Oh, my gosh, and, yeah. Uh, you know, Visa had seen so many different states come up that they flagged my account or whatnot, and I went in to buy dinner. Uh, and I, it was it was something cheap. I, I think it was like fifty, sixty dollars. And I, you know, I have a limit that I set on myself each month, obviously. But I had reached my limit because we were on the road for so long, and they had flagged it. So I got denied in front of about eight or nine of the guys. And I was one of the worst. <laughs> it's like, what do you do? Yeah, you know, okay. <laughs> like you just feel so so dumb. And, were, were you guys um, playing credit card roulette, or because you couldn't have been buying it on clothes? Like you couldn't no, spend all no, your budget on like flip flops. Because I, I was out of cash too. It was the worst part is I had to take a loan and, and give somebody cash uh, when we got back. It's like God, you can't even take care of myself for seventeen days on a road trip. Dude, I, I've been I've been that guy. That's why I roll with Neil. We call him the suit. When we go out, sometimes I took him to a club once, and. Uh, uh, Neil, you know, Neil has your complexion, and I have mine. <laughs> so I took, I'm the fairer Scottish colored man. I took, I, I took him to a club once, and uh, and Neil, when he goes out, he wears a suit or whatever. And I took him to a, a, a spot, and it was like a like an urban night. And uh, he was in there, and, and I, I just I just called him Jerry Maguire because it was a predominantly black crowd, yeah. and he's in the mix of this one other like. One other like white dude in there is like the bartenders. <laughs> That's where I ended up finding Neil, just at the bar, posted up with this dude. Yeah. But you were in the mix, though. I, I, I got to give you props. You were dancing. No, I found it. Pro- I found a, a a young Asian person too, and uh, we hung out together. Jerry Maguire. I was like, yes, I do. I had. A, I'm I'm fine with that. I am. A, I'm Scottish, so I'm a, a little bit of a fairer skin. But there's there's nothing wrong with that. It's embarrassing though when oh. your credit card doesn't work because. Oh, cab, cab does like this thing. just sinks right in the bottom of your stomach. Well, how about this? Cab brings us. He's going to kill me for this. And he goes, uh, one time, for some reason, like sometimes people say, buy him shocks or, or me. They think I'm important because I'm with them. And uh, yeah, he one no, time flipped it. it. Nobody really thinks we're important. There's like, <laughs> But one time he's like, yeah, I'll get these shots. And for some reason, he grabbed like six people. And they're not women. or It was a mix of women, dudes, everything. Oh, and he goes, <laughs> for some reason, he got like he was like this alcohol connoisseur. And he was in a hip-hop video because he's like, Patron. And we're at this very expensive, I mean, not OC prices, but Toronto prices. And I'm like, I'm looking right. at him like, this guy only rolls with cash. He doesn't even have a credit card. Dude. <laughs> <laughs> he rolls like seven shots of Patron. And the girl comes over and she's like, it's like 210. And he pulls out his pocket in front of this crew. He had like four tens, a five. <laughs> I, I think he even had a Canadian $2 bill. And I'm like, and the worst thing is, so I like come over kind of cool, like, oh, your credit card's here. And I throw it down. And the thing is, I go to grab a shot, and he didn't even order me a shot. <laughs> so he's, like, doing random shots of Patron. I look at him. I go, when did you become this guy? We were drinking, like, we were just making fun of Getz left, the wine and champagne we used to get. What is the champagne? Baby Duck. Baby Duck. Baby Do you remember duck. that? Baby Duck. Oh, yeah. It's like moonshine. That's what we were drinking before we go to the club, so we look rich. <laughs> That's my Patron. Did you guys, did you guys have, uh, uh, thanks for telling that story, you jerk. Uh, did you guys, was that... Did you guys have sample Baby Duck when you were in – you grew up in – you went to high school in New Jersey, right? 
You know what? I never went. I had moved out of the area beforehand. So, uh, uh, no, I have never had baby ducks. But uh, grew up in Cherry Hill, but did all my high school out in uh, Michigan and Toronto area. Ah, okay, okay. Uh, Crossing over to Windsor for a couple of drinks. Yeah, just north of Windsor a couple hours, actually. Owen Sound. Nice, nice. Shout out to... Uh, shout out to oh, is Owen Sound. Is that out that way? Yeah, is that's. It, is it? It's east, no? East, north? I don't know where that is. You're, no, you're forgiving. <laughs> you're an American. Yeah. I should, uh, we should know we that. Should we're, know that. We're <laughs> from Toronto. Owen Sound, and I believe, is only a couple hours east of the city. Um, it's not, yeah, it's still two and a half hours from Toronto, I can tell you that much. Nice. Not that I made that drive at 10 o'clock at night ever on Saturday. <laughs> get down there for a couple of Without the coach knowing. <laughs> yeah. So, long time's passed. I'm, I'm in the free now, I think. Out of voice. So, I, I, I was listening to this interview the other day, and uh, Dirk Nowitzki was, um, was talking about like how he had taken him a few months to get back into shape because of the NBA lockout and all that kind of stuff. But before he was drafted, uh, into the NBA, he had to serve a year uh, in the army in Germany, and uh, it was mandatory. They they get drafted over there, and I was thinking if you if that happened, I mean they always toss it around in your country that like maybe we should bring back the draft, obviously because you guys had yeah. it until I'm not sure when they admonished or abolished the draft, but um, if you were if if you were if you had to enter the army at 18, you think at 18 you could have handled it? I think so, yeah. I, I mean, obviously, I can only speculate, but I, I think I would have been okay. Um, it's funny you mention that because I know Timu Solani and Saku Kuivu, well, all the Finnish guys that, that are in the league, had to do that as well. When they're 18, they have to go into the Army for a year. Um, so if you can imagine, I mean, you've had conversations with Timu. That guy, you know, that guy was in the Army for a year. And uh, basically, I think if you're an athlete, I don't know if it's the same in all countries, but they only have to check in somewhere once a day. Like, it's not uh, anything drastic where they're getting oh. up running five miles in the morning or anything like that. Like, it, it's basically they go to practice, and then they come in and check in and just say, hey, we're in the Army, we're here. <laughs> you know? so, um, so, of course, you could have done I, it then, know, eh? If it was that way for me, I definitely would have made it. If you could wear flip-flops and hat backwards and just check in, you're good? Yeah, exactly. As long as I don't have to buzz my head, I'm I'm golden. Let the gets laugh. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know what? That pea head too. He's got such a small head, and now that he's shaving it, I feel so bad for him. He's struggling. He's, yeah. on, the, he's on the two though. He's only on to the razor two. He said he's not one yet. <laughs> Is he not down to the wire yet? No. He, <laughs> it's asked, coming though. I'm telling you, it's coming. Oh yeah, it might. It might be for the playoffs. I asked him. Like, when is he going to do the Michael Jordan? He has to make the decision at some point to just rock the Michael Jordan. And he, uh, he, he said he's just still hanging on. No, well, you know what? He told me the other day when he, he said, what you do yesterday? He went and got a haircut. I just <laughs> I, had to, I had to pause for a second and say, why are you cutting any hair? Like, yeah, the- milk, milk it for as long as you got, bud. And he's like, no, I'm, I'm just trying to keep it in order here from now on. He's like, I've given up the battle. <laughs> Who's the guy on your team that you think would struggle the most if you guys were if for some reason everybody had to go to the army right now starting January 1st to December 31st 2013 who do you think is the guy on your team that would struggle the most with like the 5 a.m. wake up calls or or jogging like 5 or 10k at the crack of dawn uh Cam Fowler <laughs> so we got a doubt, man this kid he, he shuts her down for 12 to 14 hour shifts it's amazing I've wow. never seen a kid sleep like him. <laughs> what is he like? Seventeen? Yeah, I think he's. I think he's twenty now. He's not quite legal, but I think he's. I think he's finally out of the teens. And uh, 
you would never know it, by the way. This kid comes to the rink in the morning. He's just always – he gets up and, and rolls into the car and, and gets to <laughs> practice and then finally wakes himself up with coffee and a shower. So he would really struggle rolling out for a five-mile run. We were talking to uh, – we were talking to Getzoff earlier, and uh, we asked him about Bruce. If Bruce uh, – your coach, Bruce Brujo, has, has displayed any of the uh, – the 24 uh, – has he gone on a tangent a la 24-7? <clears throat> has he done that yet? I don't think nothing quite like I saw on twenty four seven, but he's you know he he drops the f bombs in casual conversation almost as much as he does when he's ranting and raving. So it's uh, he's definitely you know he wasn't putting on a show for twenty four seven. He's the same person all the time. So uh, you can respect that at least. Nice. He said uh, RG said one thing. He's like when he's yelling at the room, like he you know when he's talking about you. But he never, oh, yeah. like, directs it to you. So it's like, it's kind of like a no look. Like, you'll be looking over to the right side of the room, and you're on the left. But he knows he's talking specifically about you. Do, do, do you know when he's talking about you, Bobby? Oh, we had a, yeah. Oh, yeah. We had an incident last night where I had one shift, and it was, like, the second shift of the game in Colorado. I think I had three turnovers because I just – I came off after the shift, and I was like, my God, I think I, I think I might be left-handed because I, <laughs> I couldn't hold on to a puck. I couldn't – you know, it was one of those shifts where the puck just kept coming to me in the worst possible times. And um, right in between periods, he started talking about having turnovers and having three turnovers in one shift. And I just kind of looked down at the ground because I knew it was me, and I was hoping not to make eye contact with anybody. Gets uh, yeah, you can definitely tell when he's when he's talking about you. Getzloff said he even when it's the, they're blaming him, he blames it on you or Perry. That's what he says. He's like, yeah, it's always you. Oh, he'll, he'll nudge it's one always, of you guys. Always me. Yeah, it, it always comes down to me with those two. It's unbelievable. Yeah, they pick on you, eh? It's not cool. At all. A little bit. So, little uh, bit. so I'll uh, I'll get you out of here on this one. I just saw the movie uh, Goon last night, and uh, uh, it wasn't great. But uh, there there nope. are some there are some funny lines. I mean, Stifler. Or, um, What's the real name? Sean, Sean William Scott. Yeah. He, has some, yeah. he, has, he has some funny lines and some funny moments. Now, if they made a movie about your junior hockey experience and you were the consultant and you told every story regardless of, of content or tone, uh, what do you think that movie would be rated? Um. <laughs> it wouldn't be it would be at least an R. Is there is there a rating above that? I mean, it wouldn't be a movie that we'd have kids go in the future. NC seventeen. Oh yeah, NC seventeen. Or no scouts would be seeing that before the draft either. <laughs> that's like Showgirls. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah that's this would be NC one of those 17. late night ones that uh, that can only get you in trouble if people are up till two. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, the next time you come on the podcast, you'll have to find. Uh, one of the G-rated or PG stories to tell us. All right, I can do that for sure. Awesome, man. Well, good luck at the dentist. Uh, have yeah, fun at the movie, you. and uh, good luck the rest of the way. You guys are on a great tear, and I hope you keep it up. I appreciate it, man. Thanks but, a lot. Unlike our guests, Ryan Getzlav and Bobby Ryan, Neil Scott and I remained fact-free in this inaugural podcast. Um, Shock, were, shockingly. I took Mike Richards and I, call him Baby Bro, to a Lakers game. And at, like early in the game, he's like, Beckham's like two seats down from us. I'm like, that's incredible. So we got to meet David Beckham. And then afterwards, I introduced uh, my dude Bean to Mike Richards. And those dudes, like as though they were friends for like 10 years, just started ripping on me. 
<laughs> like, I was like, what? Like, how am I the butt of the jokes? Like, you guys just met, and I'm already the butt of the jokes? So it carries over to when you're meeting celebrities to from here our real life. Yeah. It just carries over. Everybody just punches me in the face. That'll be our last reference of soccer, probably, David Beckham. <laughs> that was it, eh? Unless, well, unless no. he's on the show. Well, you went to Marshall to play yeah. soccer, Neil. Yeah. So that's, uh, I'm sure some stories will come up uh, in the future. So thank you, Neil Scott, for joining us. If you want to follow Neil... On, on Twitter, it's the at the Neil Scott. And if you guys click this from iTunes or the TSN radio page or the TSN page or my Facebook page, thank you very much. Thank you for listening to Cabbie Presents, the podcast. 